Wow. First and foremost, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much for having me. It's such a pleasure to meet you and do this together. Thank you. I appreciate it. I would love people to know more about you, who you are, and just give them a little introduction so that, you know, they can really get into it because we're going to have some really amazing conversations today. Great. Thank you very much for the opportunity again. Um, well, my name is Ceci Hoxie, for those who haven't met me. And what I do is public relations and social media strategies. Um, I help business basically to have, have a very clear voice in their brand. Uh, and mostly, I love everything about communications. I recently graduated and I've been doing communications for a long time for businesses. But I actually, I didn't have the title, so I went for it. I went to school, I graduated, and uh, I'm ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. I really love that. Now, Now, when you think about PR, branding, what are the few things that people don't see about PR and branding that is important to their business structure? Well, um, I feel that the, the time that we're living currently is uh, it's pretty distractive because we have so many access to different social media channels that uh, you, you, when you think public relations, you believe that if that's what that's all it takes, or you also get constantly confused with advertisement. So public relation is a very deep dive into what a brand it is. So understanding what is the voice is basically everything that is our media. So anything that you write, all the content that it comes from you, from your business, that's what it is. Versus social media is shared media that was created and is constantly being shared in daily basis. But what it belongs to you is becoming like your assets for your business. And that's, those are pillars that have to be in a very well established and clear in order for you to be able to communicate with your client. I think one of the things that you mentioned is voice. Now, when you think about voice, we're talking about like text, we're talking about audio, video, message, tone, color. Like, you know, when you hear someone's voice, is it harsh? Is it soft? Is it, you know, like there's so many things about voice. So how does a brand fit in where they want to really place their their business as a as a perception of what they actually want to bring out from their business? Uh, Well, that's a great question. I actually love this a lot because um, this actually entitled completely on the type of research that you need to do for your business. It's like it takes a lot to understand what you want to create or what you have created for your business. So in that, it comes with layers, layers like the tone of voice, the personality, that includes perhaps the font that you use, the colors, the palettes, uh, all these components that create certain voice, tone of voice for when you communicate. Whether you are writing this with an infographic or perhaps you're creating uh, just an ad uh, that also have a certain tone of voice because 
is the words choices that you also choosing that are characteristic of your brand. So I feel like sometimes bigger brands have this super clear because they have a whole team dedicated to live and breathe branding. But when you have a small business, that's when it just gets very blurry. It's a line that it just almost gets confused. And the reason why it mostly gets confused, I believe is because social media, we have access to many channels and we're constantly consuming also information. So when you don't have a clear voice, this get lost and you're starting to think that you should be doing what everybody else is doing. So being authentic and unique that we hear all the time, it actually has so much power, more than what we can think of. So that's what I like with that. I feel like clients that I have helped in the past, the biggest struggle is having clarity. Mm. And that's deep because when you think about clarity, the first thing that sometimes you ask your client is, do you know your target audience? And that question, sometimes they don't know. And and I'm wondering why. Wow. The why. I love that. I actually love that because this is a common question that we hear in different places when we're having conversation about this or simply you're listening to other experts and they're talk, talking about target audience or your ideal client. Uh, all these concepts where you believe that your target audience is certain a specific persona or avatar, that's another common uh, uh, concept that basically is the same, but why, why this get lost? I feel like, um, again, this has to do with communications. We have so much power right now, everybody does. Everybody have access to the same thing that we have access. And because of that, what happened is that, let's say we um, we create a target audience. We understand who we wanna sell or product or service. But this person that we have created, perhaps maybe have two kids, is married and have a part-time job, is a small business owner. Uh, you understand what they consume, what they bring basically up. When you do that, the big, the biggest obstacle after that is this person is changing the same way that you are. Yeah. And it's changing. <coughs> excuse me. And it's changing because I'm gonna drink some water. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No worries. No worries. It's all good. You okay? No problem. My 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 mug went dry. I would start talking and anyway. No um, problem. So when we're talking, what I was telling you is basically like you get lost mostly because uh, all these people have access to all these channels, so it's constantly changing, and this is when the confusion start happening. You start thinking, okay, so I'm the business owners. So I know who's my client. But, oh my gosh, they now we have a, this other app. Now we have this other app. Do I need to be there? And then right. you're starting to get bombarded with all these other options and outlets. It's like, does my business need to be there too? And then you start questioning. 
you start, excuse me, you start taking your focus away. Yeah. For what is originally your main objective. So I feel like understanding that piece, then you have to constantly evolve and grow with your client, but at the same time, not losing that focus and objective. It's just so simple, but at the same time, it does require you to be very strategic and maintain your mission. Yeah. And and the mission too, it's great you said that because the mission as well, they don't understand the mission. Some people are still, it's hard to find a mission. Like I took time to build my mission, like the mission of my business. And I'm sure it took you some time too, but some people want to run to that sale and forget the mission. They forget the strategy. They forget the, the passion. They forget the value. How do you bring them back? Wow, that's actually, um, I have a client currently um, and I'm basically bringing him back because he wanted to reach so much that he lost what he originally was trying to accomplish. Um, And he has such a powerful message. So the way I believe um, you bring somebody back is definitely different, but I would say the main factor is not being scared of changing. if you have to rebrand, then you have to rebrand because again, like we're, we're constantly changing. Uh, we have, sometimes we settle when, let's say we settle with Instagram or Facebook for a business. And the next thing we know is that they're adding more things to it. Another layer that you have access, that people get more excited. And if you don't get involved into it, then you start falling behind. It's the same thing happened with branding, with your mission is that sometimes your mission is have to be reshaped. So it is very important that, for example, and one key point for you to understand that that's gonna happen is that when you start to see changes of yourselves or your audience is starting to decrease, your engagement is starting to decrease, those are clear signs that there is something needs to be changed. It doesn't mean that people doesn't like you anymore. It's simply that they're distracted with everything that is happening around them. So how do you bring the attention back to you? Then you have to be innovative. Maybe you have to get more creative. Most people believe that they have to create, they have to create this whole new thing or they have to, uh, they maybe believe that their creativity is just not quite there, but that is like super confusing because when you're creating, you understand your business, you understand your audience. So what is happening is just there is so many happening that uh, around you. So you have to have basically like three key points. And when you go there, you go, I have to constantly keep changing, keep myself updating, meaning that maybe I have to be informed what's happening with my in my segment, the segment of my business is what is happening with uh, with that specific market. Yeah. The second key point is like, take a look at trending. What is happening in the world? Because what you thought was trending is no longer it's not it's no longer relevant. So these have to do a lot. Like what kind of business you are, what kind of service you provide. But keep yourself relevant. You have to keep yourself informed. Um, 
looked at trends. And the last key point is just be honest and sincere with yourself so you don't lose what originally took you to the place where you are. Um, sometimes you wear like a TikTok said, you know, I'm gonna rebrand, I'm gonna do this, um, get access to this new account, I'm gonna add this to, and then you start going through layers, layers and layers and layers. You lost your tone of voice, basically. You start losing the personality that you originally took you where you are. So I sometimes even a small, tiny reminder, like a post-it, that really comes from those moments that you feel inspired, that just simply write it down. What is the main reason or it, it, this took the decision for you, that you take the decision to become a business owner? What took you there? What was the one reason that you're like, I'm gonna do it, it's gonna happen, I'm gonna do it. Write it down, post it there, look at it every day, so it's constant reminder that you're not losing yourself and what are the reasons you are doing this. Keep that passion with you and it will translate for your business because at the end of the, the day, your brand is you, even though maybe you have a product uh, when it's a product, be like different, slightly different than a service because a service you do have to do your face product, you do the same, but it will not be constantly necessary because you're also advertising the product to be purchased. But yeah, I I love what you just said with the whole point of being authentic, being true, because a lot of brands try to focus on oh this brand is doing this, let me do what they're doing. And you don't even understand that they have a community, but you don't. And and your community doesn't even know why you're doing it because you're all over the place. And sometimes that is confusing and you don't want to burn out because a lot of people burn out because they don't know what to start with, where to go. And sometimes when you think about colors, when you think about branding, it's it's no longer about Oh, buy this, buy that. It's about can you relate with me? Can I can I see myself in your shoes? You know, so I think that's one thing that is very important. So I, I would love to hear from you about PR, especially for small business owners. What what do they well, need to know? Thank you for the question. Um, well, uh, public relations sometimes is uh, something that most business owners believe that they don't need that because, again, the flexibility that social media creates. But this is when you want to separate yourself or you want to take yourself to the next level or you want to just maintain and keep what you have. Is that a comfortable zone? And the reason why I say that is the PR is very unique. It have it, it have a very unique way to go um, in regards of because it's going to give you a exposure that's going to go to media versus social media. Media, what part with that is that it's going to give you access to start collaborations. Uh, you're going to start getting noticed by the news probably maybe the local news if you do if you have a product you're gonna have uh, access to influencers that you um, didn't have before uh, sometimes partnership or collaborations like that open doors for 
um, being seen by these other big brands that you didn't have access to because you're doing something unique. Uh, and sometimes brands pay very close attention on those details. Also, if you want to be able to have at some point access to that, you have to make sure that you keep your brand and your business clean. And when I say that, it meaning that make sure you're not sharing content with other people that is questionable. So you start gaining credibility. Credibility is like one of the biggest components of PR and credibility can bring you a lot of a lot of clients, a lot of eyes on it, including uh, media. You might be um, featured in a story or your blog can be featured in maybe a newspaper that is pretty famous. So those things, that's what PR can do for you. It will have to take all your communication portions so your earned media that you have created and given exposure to other places outside of the shared media the social media does for you that's beautiful and i think i'm thinking about it from an seo perspective because when you start sharing control media and quality control media it's now starting to make sense to your brand and then when you start seeing other images and then they see your image they're like who is this then you get featured they're excited and it's really good to see that brands are able to blend and they forget about also Google My Business, which is also a good thing because they do posts. So tell me about if, if that's a good PR point, because I don't think a lot of people talk about that, too. Thank you. Yes, definitely. I mean, everybody wants to go to Google. Be Just put the keyword that belongs to your business and be on the first page, right? Just so everybody understand that actually people pay for that. People pay a lot of money to be that business. However, there is the organic growth that you constantly heard about it, which is uh, growing naturally where you are, you, you are utilizing all these strategies to take you there. It might take time, but at the same time, what your goal should be for something like that is just directing traffic in a way where you're constantly putting people to view your website. And this is something that gets a lot of confusion. I see a lot of Linktree for, perhaps. Uh, for Linktree, I'm not a fan of it because it takes a lot of the insights that can go and brings value to your website, you take it away and it's just basically that's how they function. Um, so the insights, uh, they're kind of remain with them and that's part of how they grow. So they're basically utilizing your, your content to direct people, but at the same time, you don't get the best part of it, which is being noticed on Google, right? Uh, being noticed outside the world because if somebody is looking for a specific person that does a specific thing, just like you do, that specialize in what you do, then you're going to be missed because nobody's going to find you on Google. So I would say first, create a business profile on Google. That's for free. It shouldn't cost you anything. If you want more service, obviously Google will, will, will provide that for a fee. Yeah. But if you want to do it, 
organically, then the way to go is that every social media that you use, make sure you attach your website instead of Linktree. And then put all the information that you have there, for example, your YouTube channel, your Pinterest, things like that. Put it on your website. Don't see it there too. It's just a click away, but guess what? Your website is going to be seen because it's, it's a website automatically will be able to be seen more on Google and you start ranking and maybe you'll you end up on the second page. Your goal obviously should be at least the second page, but it does take time. It's a lot of work. Again, people pay for that, but do not miss that opportunity. Do not miss that opportunity. And that's something that PR also does. Um, I, I actually, it's so interesting because I was talking to somebody in the morning about um, she was doing social media for a client and she asked me a question about PR and I thought I find it so interesting that it, what it was missed is like where the product is being sell at, like who is purchasing the product and she couldn't answer that and that got me thinking again it's not that she didn't understood the target audience but it's like these are things that also Google can help you with because you can see if your website is more out there, you can get insights on Google where you should be able to see how many people have researched your product. I hope that makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense because people forget that, oh, I'm going to build a link tree and you forget, oh, I forgot a website. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird. And then the website doesn't have SEO as well. You, yes. you, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I love what you said. That actually, that is a feature that if you, if you as a business owner was the one who created your website, make sure you uh, activate that capability. So it's active and people can actually uh, look for you on, again, on Google. And also, you know, sometimes like we miss, this is something like so simple. Sometimes we miss that when we um, put keywords and things like that, and then just take a look at just simple facts and take a look what appears, what are the photos. If there is a photo that it doesn't go with you, but it comes from you, then make sure you remove that. So it's just nice and clean and it's transparent. So you start building that credibility. You know, again, the credibility portion is a huge factor for PR. And do not underestimate. This is something that you can. There's going to be some limitation if you're going to do it by yourself. If you hire a coach, uh, just like me, you can you know you'll open doors. But I feel like overall, as long as you you understand that clarity is just such a big piece of the pie, and you have to like kind of protect that piece all yeah. the time. Exactly. And I love the fact that you've mentioned that it's so key to put your social media on your website because when you connect your website, your website is connected to a domain. And when Google is, you know, like when you think about your website, when you're buying your domain, you're buying your website, you're putting your contact details, you're putting your information. That just means you're the owner. So if you're posting content on Pinterest, on Instagram, and you're the owner of that account or the owner of that website, then over time, your name will keep coming up and there should be some similarity between you and the brand, you know? I love that. That what you just said is such a, 
um, big question that we hear often on um, Clubhouse because people start questioning, do I need to put my face on my breath? Uh, do I need to show myself? And yes, you do. Um, and I, a lot of people might question this, but I feel like, well, you know, we talked about earlier that, that you, people like to buy services or products from people. They don't buy from, you know, a machine, like a vending machine. Right. Unless, uh, unless it's a soda. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's quick, quick Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't contact with anybody. Yeah. But, but that's not your product, right? Or your service. So then, you know, people have to understand that it's important to put our face to your brand. And maybe that doesn't mean that you constantly are going to be like the face of it. it Again, this is kind of like the tone, the personality that you're giving, that you're showing, hey, this is me, the person behind the brand, um, but I have these services. And then perhaps you have, you're demonstrating uh, services with different photos that you have uh, earned over time, that you have created. I also, now that we're talking about that, I always also encourage people to try to build that content that comes from from within their business. Um, it is okay to have um, other photos for free and things like that. They're already shared on on big websites. But it is uh, it's just start getting more clarity of who you are, and it just becomes more you. I love that. Become more you because people are going to find you for who you truly are. And eventually, like you said, with PR, even celebrities need PR. So it's 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 big. It's it's a big part of your your investment, and people don't see that. Yes, I said, you know, you you touch celebrities, and sometimes if you think about it, um, the way they have to present celebrities don't change because they have a public relation manager. Um, they, they have to make sure maybe their schedule, the way they handle themselves and appearance can maybe be shifted in more strategy. Uh, but they still have to remain who they are so because the, the artist who they become. So it kind of works the same way. I know that's kind of like a the big overview for somebody who is already doing it. But if your business or or your brand, or if you are an influencer, you know, it becomes such an important factor for you. Um, just to remain through to who you are. And also it will come natural and easier and easier and easier that every time you give, it's not that difficult because there is no other layer than just you. <laughs> exactly. I think that, wow, that was beautiful. It's, it's just, it's just perfect when you see your your work do work for you like you know when you see that you've done something nice and people are happy that you did something charity you know giving back showing up you don't have to do anything extravagant but i think it's when you can connect with someone that has never met you and that person feels like they've met you for a long time you wonder wow so i really have changed someone's life someone is going to school someone is taking um, an initiative you know so it's amazing how we impact each other without even knowing 
I love it. I, I there was something you mentioned about a charity um, and just doing all these events. You know, um, those are actually things that public relations can do as well. Just kind of point you to the right direction to partner with. So, with these other organizations, that sometimes we get to we tend to know um, see that. Um, I was working with a research project on uh, the correctional facility in the state of Washington and they wanted to show basically uh, people out there that um, the people who were being released, they actually being released with a degree because they're being studied while they were inside. So they wanted to deviate that perception or stereotype of people who were formerly incarcerated. So, um, you know, we're starting to develop all these connections and that we realized that we, need, we needed to get the whole community engaged and involved in order for that perception, perception to be shared. So when you have a business with, um, with the maybe perhaps is something that gives to the community in some form, shape or form, Try to get involved with those associations or take a look at what you can give. And sometimes when you give, give will give you the most advertisement for your business. Um, and again, you gain credibility because people starting to see what you do and uh, it will come back to you. I love that. It's, it's, a, it's a really good thing when you give, you know, it comes back to you. And sometimes when you give without the expecting of getting it back, that's when you get some immeasurable amounts of grace. Like you just see like something is like, wow, I, how did I get all this? You know, because you did one thing for someone, someone went out of their way to do something for you because not everybody is, is kind like that. Not everybody is, is, you know, open like that. Some people have trust issues. Some people it's business relationship is hard. It, people management is hard, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I used to work for the financial industry and uh, hospitality as well for, I don't know, almost 20 years. But I learned so much and yeah, business is it's a difficult portion. But what I learned the most, I have to say, is the communication portion was definitely a key. And there is something that is always overview because uh, you want to make it the transaction. You get excited about um, going to all these events and, and networking and things like that. But that, if you don't have the communication skills or a set of goals or the strategies or tactics in place, you're not going anywhere. Um, people will, you don't have it clear, then people automatically will sense that. They will understand that that is not clear what you do. Um, the business relations can be lost because of that. So. I felt like the passion for me was definitely the communication portion. I feel like uh, specifically, like overall, you know, I can tell you that um, we we have a long way to go on communication with uh, with the government. That that's an area that is not um, constantly in, um, put money into it. So the communication between the public and the government doesn't crash every time something happens and then we have these crisis communications. Um, and this is something that also public relations can do for you. So if you have a, a bigger business 
and you are having you experiencing a crisis communication this crisis communication can happen for simply you not replying to a complaint or missing a review that there was no follow properly and then it just escalate and escalate and the person keeps going public and your business get affected mm. and that's what that's where crisis management comes in place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't forget. I, well, I won't say that they don't forget. They 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 assume that it's gonna be okay <laughs> when there's a fire burning <laughs> in the back of your house. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So I can give you an example. For uh, one of um, I don't know if you remember. Kendall from uh, the Kardashians. Yeah. Okay, when she created the commercial for Pepsi, taking the place from Brooke Shield, uh, I mean, from Cindy Crawford, uh, when back in the day she came with the tiny shorts and the soda, right? So she's coming, she created this commercial, they create this commercial where she comes and uh, along with the crowd when the Black Lives Matter was happening. And it was such a death tone because that was the time where like things were really hot and I don't know how Pepsi missed that. And they released the commercial. The commercial was like huge criticized mostly because they utilized her image instead of somebody of color. Right. So, and you know, that's that's something so simple that you have, they, they have planned for years, they have planned First, it comes the plan, and then finally get approved, and then you get the budget, and then you start putting the team together, and then finally you're filming, and then after that you start to decide, okay, after filming, like what are gonna be our channels where we're gonna distribute this, and then they put a boom, then that happened instead of perhaps they would have released it earlier or wait until things were a little better, so she was received with open arms, but that didn't happen. I think the timing is really important as well. And timing means that somebody is really checking those current events because you can make one PR chess move that can save your company. And you can also make one PR chess move that can tank your company. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, I can tell you, for example, there is two other big companies like um, what happened with uh, Disney when they were having the Mandalorian um, and this uh, actress was pretty active on Twitter and she criticized somebody from the LBGT plus community um, and so Disney have to make a move right away. And this is what you understand the power of having a public relation team to take care of business. Because what they did is they right away apologized to the community and they fire her. And to clean her even more, Disney never done this before. They actually uh, introduced all the welcoming the community that the LBGT community to Disney. This is something have, that Disney have never been clear. Always was welcoming and inclusive, but never was completely supported. And they did it. They just did it. You know, it's been like a year now uh, since then. But 
they have to make a bold movement for people to understand that that's not who they are and how and to maintain that clean personality for their brand where it was just family related and everybody's inclusive so yeah and they took her away <laughs> <laughs> you know i feel like that's a really great story you've mentioned because when i think about pr now them apologizing is showing that they're at fault but they're not necessarily trying to make it look like it's a problem that they don't want to acknowledge and they right exactly so they they have to do it in a way that makes it feel like there is an attachment and a reward so that they can still maintain their authority when they're being you know in the public because sometimes some things could happen you know you're controlling a huge thing anything could happen in your in your park you know but i think when you are focused on the bigger umbrella and focus on that like you said family now those values when you stick to those values everybody supports that because we all have families and families you know it's god's creation so we think about how we connect with each other and that saved them that's what i think <laughs> yes well you know if you think about business specifically they and their values are pretty strong and uh their fan community are also very uh, united so they understand very clearly what their brand is so for that reason they do whatever it takes to protect that especially in times like this where we had I mean, it's just uh, I mean, having also Captain America be changed and be an African American person. Uh, that's also something they put criticized, but they didn't remove him. They kept him there. So you know, it's just like they understand what they need to do, and it just kind of slowly push the overview and the inclusive and being openness. Um, so I mean, there is so many good factors. So there was one thing that you mentioned that. What PR basically can do is that not just going and cover the fire, <laughs> right? Uh, that is happening, but also can create tools to prevent and be proactive to prevent for those situations. If you understand that you have a product that perhaps sometimes consumer might return, or <clears throat> you have a service that people might don't feel uh, it put you in a very fine situation. If you understand those factors, then you do need in place PR that when that situation happened, you right away address it. And public relations, that that is good public relations, but one the good ones are the ones that you address the problem right away. You have the knowledge. You have to be transparency. There's have to be transparency, transparency, transparency. So you can maintain the credibility. Um, if not, you're going to lose it. Yeah, exactly. And that credibility takes time <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yes, uh, credibility is something that you just have to, the once you start gaining it, you have to protect it and treasure it uh, for your brand because um, it's, it's actually one of the most the biggest assets that your brand can have. I think so too. And when you start building it over time, 
there's a way that it starts to reward you because two years, three years later, you're still going to have something that you can work and say, okay, yeah, I had an intention and maybe, you know, it went bad, it went good. But because I have a better approach, people don't usually think about those things. You know, people think about the future. They think, okay, are you doing the same thing? Are you, does it show? Because, you know, your efforts definitely show when there's a change in mindset because we really control who we are. So sometimes it's, it's very hard to control, but sometimes at the same time, you know that you should be, you should be cautious. Oh, I like that. Yes. Um, and being cautious means that you're being um, methodical on um, your research, that you understand your strengths, that you understand your weakness, and they uh, also, if you have that very clear, you're constantly revising those, what's going to happen is that you're going to understand your opportunities. So, because you're doing all these research and you understand that, and then the opportunities start showing up in a way where you're like, okay, so I know what is my strengths and my weakness. So for that reason, how am I going to clash those in a way where I can create an opportunity for my business to now protect that credibility and that transparency that I want to keep my audience engaged. And then it's just kind of like um, your brand and PR in addition with social media is just have to like play this beautiful harmony together where you have to understand every aspect but sometimes I have to say, and this is where people get lost too, is that if you are unable to understand that, then hire somebody, don't be shy for it. And I'm saying this because a lot of people um, trying to stay away from managing, from hiring somebody who don't understand that really well. And when you do that, what's gonna happen is that you're going to be able to focus on what makes you the main brand. Who's going to you're going to you're going to remain focused on being you authentic because you're not going to be caught up with all these other things that you have to keep in place um, and you can just keep managing your business. Yeah, I agree. If there's one thing someone cuz I'm sure a lot of people are just thinking, they're <laughs> thinking deep deep like because when you, when you think about what we're saying and you look at all these companies, we've talked about the brands, you, you start looking at them and you're like, oh, wow, I want to be like that. But there are so many things you have to take care of so that you don't get dropped, you know? <laughs> I love that. It's, um, yes, and it's okay to dream big. I, 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 I completely, I like 100% love that. Um, you have to keep thinking big, but um, you have to understand what you do best. What are your, again, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? If you're not good at communication, then leave it to somebody else for it. You know, simple as that. Exactly. Wow. Thank you so much, Ceci. Like this, this was, this was amazing. <laughs> this was really good. Oh. I appreciate you for coming and joining the podcast premium. This this is really good information for us to go through. And I'm 
if, if there's one thing that you want to let people know on how they can reach out to you, what's the best way they can connect with you? I, I know you have so much to give them. So now is your time. Let them know. And they're going to click the link in the description so they can get to reach out to you. That's very kind. Thank you. Well, I'm going to be super transparent. And my website, I have it. It's complete. I haven't pushed it out there. The only reason why I am such a perfectionist <laughs> that I'm like uh, struggling with that piece. But uh, besides that, you definitely going to give my phone number. Uh, so 360-949-0605. For anybody who would like to text me or call me, I'm open. My email is on my profile on Instagram. Also, you can find me on Clubhouse. Um, you can find me also in Green Room, um, which is to Spotify. I spend a lot of time on those three. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well. So I am open to be reached at any time. Um, you know, I look forward to help other people. I honestly, my passion for communication really come from this uh, for a long time. I have learned a lot about business and I'm really ready to apply it and help other ones, other business that perhaps maybe don't feel like they're struggling. But if you really want to focus on what makes you you, um, let PR do the job. <laughs> Exactly. And, uh, yes, and uh, honestly, my biggest advice probably for any business owner overall, I would say just be yourself and make sure you don't lose that passion that you originally, the original took you where you are. So as long as you maintain that, you'll survive. But if you want to do more, uh, just keep pushing for that research innovation. Um, the things that we say, you know, take a look at what the competition are doing. Take a look at trends. Take a look where is your segment uh, or market is doing. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. You have brought a wealth of knowledge and I'm sure they should definitely check out you in the clubhouse rooms because you also drop a lot of knowledge. And I, I really hope people can be able to connect with you and Play back this audio so that you can learn more and take some notes. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure to meet you. Same here, Ceci. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.